this always happens. Okay, I of course am about to start with my regular intro and then my cat climbs onto my lap and starts purring. So I'm going to kick it off right here anyway, in case some of you think that uh, I'm doing you a favor by a little ASMR of my cat purring. I happen to think that's the best noise in the world. So we're going with it. Anyway, welcome to Answer the Call. I am, uh, as always, your host, Kelsey Kemp. I'm an ex-tech consultant turned career coach, podcaster, and speaker helping Christians discern their unique calling and create a career that's aligned with it so you could be as faithful and impactful as possible with the decades of work ahead. Here at Answer the Call, we gather around a new topic each Tuesday to help you gain clarity and confidence on what you're specifically called to do with your career, as well as just smart strategies I'll share to help you get there. So I'm excited. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that we have kicked off a new tradition around here in which every week one of you is going to be majorly celebrated as a member of the Answer the Call community because I want to share the awesome stuff that y'all are doing, the wins that you're experiencing as a result of listening and implementing the things that you learned from this podcast. So, um, Last week, if you're call, all caught up and you're subscribed to this podcast, you know that the first shout out went to my dear friend, Matthew Katozi, and we're back for round two in which this week we will be featuring, why am I singing constantly? I, I don't know, just in a mood, I guess it's a good mood, but um, we are going to be celebrating a very special member around here named Beatrice Alvarado. Beatrice is a trilingual mom of two who has been a language teacher for the last 15 years and is now moving forward with her long-standing dream of becoming an interpreter and a translator. Incredible! And just from sharing some messages back and forth, I've gotten to learn a little bit more about her and have just loved doing that. And one thing that I love about Beatrice is how thoughtful she is to seek out her purpose and inspire her family to do the same. She shared with me that she went through the free guide I created on how to define your core values and use them to make satisfying career decisions. And she actually used that guide then to facilitate an impactful conversation with her husband and two teenage daughters. She told me, it is never too early to start talking about values, right? Imagine if I always had these kinds of discussions as a kid. I feel like it was a really meaningful exercise. Thank you so much for the inspiration. You're so welcome. (laughs) I am just so, so happy for you, Beatrice, and I am rooting for you with full confidence that you will do incredible things in your career as you take one step at a time to pursue what you feel called to do. And since I mentioned that values exercise that Beatrice went through, um, and you're like, hey, I want that too. Well, you could go get it. Just go to KelseyKemp.com forward slash values to grab that guide for free. It is like a whole in-depth six-page shindig that is changing things for the people who go get it. So it's right there on my website, KelseyKemp.com slash values. So go get that for yourself. And if you're wondering, hey, how can I be next week's spotlighted community member? It's real easy. All you have to do is leave a quick review on the homepage of this podcast or, you know, whichever listening platform you're on right now. I know people are all partial towards 
Apple Podcasts, and that is where the majority of you are listening from, but things are changing. I went to South by Southwest last year, and I know about Spotify making moves to grow their podcasting platform anyway. Let's get back to focusing on what I need to tell you. Kelsey, you can do this. I always get sidetracked. But anyway, um, my point in saying all that is I am so grateful for you to leave a review wherever you like to listen because not all of you listen on Apple Podcasts. But anyway, just go to the homepage of wherever you're listening this podcast on and leave a review mentioning your favorite episode, how the podcast has impacted you, and what you're up to in the pursuit of your calling. No win is too little or certainly not too big. Whether you just gained a new insight in the last week or um, applied for a job, that takes boldness. Or if you're actually moving into a new career that you feel called to, all of that is amazing. Let's celebrate that. So mention where you're at and what you're up to and what wins you're experiencing as you are following and fulfilling your calling. And then lastly, just mention your Instagram handle. This is really important because I love to share a little back and forth and learn more about where you're at um, and all the cool things that you're up to in the pursuit of your calling. So yep, just those simple things. Leave a review and then screenshot your review and message it to me on Instagram or LinkedIn if we're connected um, so I can make sure I don't miss it amongst all the different podcast platforms that you could leave a review on. That would be awesome. Okay, that's it. Real simple. Also, booyah, go Beatrice. You're doing so awesome. We are celebrating you this week. So, wow. Okay, I'm just, it's going to be a singing episode. (laughs) But for today's episode, I'll be sharing the three instrumental yet simple steps you could take to define your personal mission statement in, yeah, three steps. Amazing. So, here's why I'm talking about this. You want to feel a genuine sense of purpose in your work. Am I right? (laughs) I'm sure I am. Maybe even more than that, you want to get a grip on what you really feel called to do with your life. So in the end, you could be proud of how you spent it. I mean, if that doesn't sound appealing to you or like something you want, um, pretty sure you'd be lying or uh, a robot. I feel like AI is getting like way too advanced these days. Robots probably are technically listening to this conversation. Anyway, big brother, I'm freaked out now and I need to move on from this topic so I could continue with this podcast. But anyway, my friend, in that, if you care about those things, feeling genuine, a genuine sense of purpose in your work and direction to find what you really want to do with your life so you could feel proud and like it was a life well spent. Defining your personal mission statement is one of the cornerstones of being able to fulfill those desires. But really only if we take it down from the theoretical, high-level, mission, ambiguous topic into the practical and actionable, which No matter if you've listened to one episode or all 33 episodes that have been published at this point, you know that I am passionate about breaking down the unattainable, ambiguous career topics that probably stress you out into attainable step-by-step insights that will help you make tangible 
powerful shifts in your career. So obviously today is no different. I am going to be giving you the three main steps that I've boiled down from the full deep dive process I've designed for my private coaching clients, which side note, if you want to be one of them, visit kelseykemp.com and click on the one-on-one coaching page to learn more and apply for a 30-minute free consultation this week. Go do it. It's awesome. Anyway, but really quickly before I share the exercise to define your personal mission statement, here is a quick case study that will bring the relevance of defining your personal mission statement to life. So this past summer, I created, you might know, I created and led a seven-week class here in Austin named The Called Career. I recently caught up with Jamin, one of the students in that class, who is still reaping incredible results from what he learned, which most notably was defining his personal mission statement. That was, he tells me that all the time, like that was his favorite part of what we went through together. And when I got to see Jamin last week, he was literally beaming as he excitedly told me that he is so in love with his new job that he started this summer after taking the course. And he is crushing it and up for early promotion in in his tech sales job that he is just loving. Um, And it's because he sees, well, it's He's just magnificent at it, but he sees the correlation between his work, his gifts, his talents, and his personal mission statement that fuels all his hard work with purpose. So he shows up to work and he is literally ready to slay it every day. I really hope that doesn't sound like hyperbole because if you have met Jamin, you'll know this is all true and not exaggerating at all. But he told me that, quote, the biggest lesson I took away from the course was figuring out my personal mission statement. To this day, my personal mission statement has allowed me to stay motivated, not only at work, but also through anything else that comes up into my day-to-day life. Because he sees the connection of the purpose of what, how he wants to serve in every action that he's able to take. And he's really embracing the influence that he has in his life. Um, So if you want to find the why behind what you do or the motivator that will inform the what you want to do, this simple three-step exercise will get you well on your way to answers. I've broken down an intimidating and elusive discovery process into this simple guided journaling process that will give you the direction and understanding you crave. So before we dive in, I just have two disclaimers. One, I really hope this puts you at peace. Here's the disclaimer. You do not have to be married to this mission statement forever. (laughs) It might change or get refined over time. Actually, I could guarantee that it will be refined over time. So just start with this, the simple exercise and resist putting the pressure on yourself to come up with the defining statement of your entire life. Trust me, treating anything like that is just going to put so much pressure on it, creativity, and I think the real real core answers are going to elude you if you put so much pressure on it like that. Just take a a fun, free-flowing attitude to it and know that this mission statement will, it's just a starting point and it'll get refined as you reflect on it more and as you compare it to the real life experiences that you're experiencing as time goes on. 
And then disclaimer part two, I'm about to take you through the exercise right now, but don't worry about scribbling down notes frantically. I've put all of this into a free worksheet for you, which you could download by clicking the link that I'll put at the very top of the show notes to make it super easy. And what I mean by show notes, it's also called the details section that you could expand right under the episode. Um, I think details is what it's specifically called in Apple Podcasts, but you could find it. Um, anyway, yeah, just download that quick worksheet um, so you don't feel like you have to scribble down notes, it, especially if you're like me and are listening to podcasts as you're doing something else. But here we go. I'm ready to party. I'm sure you are as well. So here is step one. Also, if you could hear my cat being an absolute troll. He is now climbing up around my closet doing backflips and like freaking Olympic gymnastics all over the place as I'm trying to sustain audio quality and he's making it impossible, but it's totally fine. Oh, now he's found the hangers. Um, please forgive me. I am going to continue this podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, here we go with step one. When you're ready, let loose, relax, and journal responses to the following questions. These prompts come from a variety of perspectives that will unlock what you connect to most. Um, so if you connect with one question more than another one, that's exactly as it's supposed to be. Just let it be. So um, go into kind of stream of consciousness writing and just let yourself blah, like put out answers that come. So um, answering each of these questions will bring up a load of rich insights that will then inform what you do in steps two and three. So here we go. Here are the questions that you are going to journal out responses to. Starting with, what do I strongly believe? Another really powerful one is, what breaks my heart? to think about like issues that are going on, struggles that people are experiencing, causes that I care dearly about, um, problems that I see, like what, what breaks my heart? What am I no longer willing to stand in my life, in my work, in my community, in the world? And review the story of your life and ask yourself, what were the biggest pain points in my story that I want to help others through? What are the biggest successes or joys that I want to help others experience? And what are the things or experiences that give my life the most joy and meaning? And what about those do you most want to give to other people? What am I obsessed with? <laughs> what am I passionate about? Which, by the way, if you've listened to any number of the podcasts that I've done touching on the topic of passions and what they really are, um, I'll just quickly recap that a passion is something that if it were, if it wasn't a part of your life for more than maybe six months, you wouldn't really feel fully like yourself. Like there's nothing that can replace it. Um, and an interest, however, is something, sorry, I'm laughing because 
my cat is about to jump on the mic. He's, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Whatever. Okay, interest. Uh, that is something that you really enjoy, but it's more of a hobby. And honestly, if it weren't a part of your regular life, even for six months or a year, you would probably just replace it with something else and maybe even forget about it or be like, oh, you know, it'd be nice to pick back up again. But um, it's not like core to what I love and who I am. Um, So that's kind of a quick delineation that I always put on passions versus interests because people are often, um, they have a hard time defining that. But moving on, ask yourself this last question. What are my greatest gifts that I love to share? So like I said, I went through those fairly quickly, but um, you can download the free guide that I'll link at the top of the show notes. So you can um, feel free to journal through these on your own time and not feel rushed. So moving on to, oh wait, before I move on to step two, I have a really powerful little bonus step that I always recommend people tack on to this first one. The step one of this three-step process. And that is to write down your own thoughts, but also get at least three of your closest friends to answer this question for you of what am I, what are the greatest gifts that you see in me? Or like, what are my greatest qualities? That last question that I posed. It is really so fun and really encouraging and honestly so clarifying and helpful to hear this from three people, at least three people that you trust. Honestly, if you want to blow up like 10 people's phones with this stuff, do it. It's a party. It's fun. But uh, (laughs) the truth is, this is so helpful to leverage the input of your friends because honestly, we can't really see ourselves clearly. Like, we need other people to serve as our mirror sometimes, especially those of us who have a hard time really honoring and celebrating and seeing the great things that we have to use um, at our disposal, like our greatest strengths, our greatest qualities and gifts and whatnot. So that's the bonus step to step one that I would definitely recommend. But moving on to step two, after you've taken time to journal responses to these prompts that I've provided, return to the answers and reflect and revise them at least three times over the next week or two until you find the answer that sticks out to you the most, like rings the most true, hits home the hardest. Like, wow, I I think I, I care about a lot of these things, but that, oh, I think that's the most significant um, thing that I want to pursue, a a cause I want to help, um, or whatnot, whatever, however you responded to those prompts. You'll see as you reflect on what you wrote, what sticks out to you the most. And with thoughtful contemplation, each time you revisit what you wrote, um, yeah, just start to highlight and narrow down. Maybe it'll take a couple rounds. The the few topics, passions, and causes that feel the most core to your life and who you are. And continue to reflect and narrow down your noted points of passion that seem personally significant enough to be a part of your mission or the why behind what you do until one lingers in your mind above the rest. So step three 
Here we go. Final stretch. After writing, revisiting, and highlighting um, your responses, start placing those personal insights into a three-part mission statement, including the what, who, and benefit behind what you feel called to do. And technically, if you Google it, a mission statement is really defined as uh, what you do for who or like what an organization exists to do for who. But uh, many organizations and people take that quite loosely um, or throw it around and interchange it with a purpose statement. A purpose statement is really... um, this is the benefit that we hope to provide to the people that we serve, or this is the purpose why we exist. And um, really, I find that if you're going to make a statement like this, whether you call it a a mission or purpose statement, it's really most helpful to be specific and tie together these three elements, saying this is what I do, for who, for what benefit or purpose. And so if you want to call that a mission plus a purpose statement, because that's technically a mashed up uh, version of the two, whatever, but for the purpose of this episode and just stating things plainly, um, I'm going to call this a mission statement. And it's just three simple parts, the what, who, and benefit. So examples are always helpful, so I'll provide some of those. Uh, One example is this nonprofit called Cradles to Crowns. They did this really well. So their mission statement is um, they provide children from birth through age 12 living in homeless or low-income situations with the essential items they need to thrive at home, at school, and at play. So This is really great because in that you could start to see and tease out their what is that they provide essential items that are need uh, of need to people living in homeless or low income situations. And that's also the who it's specifically for people or children from birth to 12 years old living in these specific situations. Um, That's who they're serving with what. And then the for what purpose is Uh, They need these items to thrive. They're doing this and giving this service so that those people can thrive. Um, So another example is Charity Water, another nonprofit you may have heard of. And their purpose or whatever mission statement is bringing clean, safe drinking water to people in developing countries. So you could see they didn't add tack on a purpose to the end of that statement. but. the what they do is bringing clean, safe water to their who, which is people in developing countries. Anyway, those are some examples. But to make it crystal clear, I'll break down exactly what I mean by those three components, the what, who, and uh, benefit. So the what is the what you do to help. (laughs) This could be explicitly mentioning what gifts and parts of your personality you share in addition to a specific action. And the who is obviously who you are on a mission to help. And scale really matters. It matters that you're specific. If you go straight to focusing on the world or what many large organizations put in just as helping people, um, Mind you that the, that's a large organization that is operating on a large scale. So as you are forming your personal mission statement, it is 
not helpful, honestly, at all to just say people. So I would recommend that you define who you really feel called to help a specific group of people in maybe a specific location, or maybe it's a psychographic, demographic, um, or people experiencing a certain problem. Think about that specifically, um, because that being specific will also guide you to take specific action so you could actually start seeing results from the positive impact you're trying to make in your lifetime because you're just one person (laughs) um not to say just one person can't make a huge impact anyway we're not going down that rabbit hole but I always love keeping this quote in my back pocket and sharing it with people that I'm speaking to on the topic of defining your personal mission statement, um, especially in regards to who you help and defining it at a specific measurable level um, instead of just thinking, I'm going to help the world. So this is the quote. When I w- And this is, it was found on a unknown monk's, like I guess anonymous, um, tombstone from 1100 AD. And it says this quote on this tombstone, when I was a young man, I wanted to change the world. I found it was difficult to change the world. So I tried to change my own nation. When I found I couldn't change the nation, I began to focus on my town. I couldn't change the town. And as an older man, I tried to change my family. Now, as an old man, I realized that the only thing I could change is myself. And suddenly, I realized that if long ago I had changed myself, I could have made an impact with my family. And my family and I could have made an impact on our town. Their impact could have changed the nation, and I could have indeed changed the world. Whew, man, that uh, is very sobering. Um, but honestly, so powerful. I'm sure I don't have to explain why, as I'm sure you feel the oof. <laughs> uh, that's probably going on in many of us as we hear that and reflect on that quote. But first, start with yourself, then your immediate circle. Maybe that's your family. Then go on to your community, and um, only then consider larger. I would say. Um, but. Moving on to explaining what I really mean by the benefit or the purpose, and this is the exact benefit that you most want your who or your people to receive as a part of your what, the actions that you'll be taking. So there you have it. That is, simply put, defining your personal mission statement in three steps, which was one, journal to the prompts I mentioned at the top of the episode, And two, reflect on your answers until you notice the passion, mission, or cause that hits home the most for you. Then three, refine that into a three-part mission statement. So I would be, oh my gosh, I almost said remiss, heartbroken, and devastated. Wait, no, I think it's remiss, devastated, and heartbroken. Anyway, I've been listening too much of The Morning Toast. Holler at me if you also love that podcast. And they say that all the time. They're like, I'm so RDH. Um, But I would be remiss, devastated, and heartbroken if I did not mention that even more than these three steps, I really want to encourage you that the most powerful thing that you could do is to pair your diligent reflection 
with spending time in prayer, asking God to make your mission clear to you because he is the giver of wisdom and he is the the caller that calls us into these specific missions. And we do all this ultimately for him. So I really, I have to, uh, I want to encourage you to remember that and to spend time in prayer um, as much or more than you are taking this really important, diligent action to be specific and reflect on the things um, that I suggested. So um, I really wanted to say this, and I was inspired by something my friend Bethany once told me, who um, she was the second or no, the first guest that I ever interviewed. I think she's episode two. And she said, I think it was in that episode, she said, badger God in prayer, seek his guidance first, ask for wisdom, and it will be revealed to you. And she was right. Ask God to make your mission assignment and your purpose clear and keep your eyes open for his answer, whether that will come through a convicting thought, a supernatural peace, or people and events he's orchestrating right in front of you to make your path clear. So friend, go forth, do good, and enjoy the work that is at the intersection of what you have to give what you love and what you feel called to and what the world needs at this moment right in front of you. And I know that in this episode and the free worksheet that is linked in the show notes, that will help you take one strong step in the direction of fulfilling the potential God has instilled in you. But honestly, I am not going to pretend that this is a simple or a linear journey because the truth is discerning your unique calling and finding a job that allows you to fulfill that calling is daunting and confusing. Um, especially when you try to navigate it alone with the bare-boned advice that's passed down from peers, parents, and mentors and whatnot, or Instagram quotes or whatever. So that's why I created the Call to Career Framework, the tried-and-true process I developed so you could discern your unique calling, identify the exact job that best aligns with it, and then position yourself so you actually obtain that job, all within the two months of us working together in my signature deep-dive coaching coaching package. To learn more and apply for a free 30-minute consultation with me to see if this program is the perfect fit for your needs, just go to kelseykemp.com and click on the one-on-one coaching page to learn more and apply to have a fun, no-pressure chat with me this week. And if you're anything like Jamin, who is now crushing it in his sales job, as you heard at the top of the episode, or another client of mine, Ross, who is now inventing literally world-changing brain interface technology, or Rebecca, who is now kicking off her new job as an elementary school teacher, or Daniel, who is starting to build up his thought leadership portfolio to become a professional speaker, as he is also starting his new project management job that he's so amped for. Or Haley, who is now creatively applying her gift for writing to her current marketing position and is getting recognized for her zone of genius. Uh, And these are all to just spotlight a few recent successes for my career coaching clients. But anyway, if you want to join them in living out your own empowering success story, then just do yourself a little favor. And I mean... (laughs) potentially a life-changing favor, uh, by scheduling a 30-minute consultation with me to see how we can make your dream a reality or your most painful career struggle a distant memory. 
I can't wait to work with you. Seriously, it'll be so fun. Just schedule that quick conversation to see how we should move forward. But until next time, don't forget, leave a review to be considered for next week's Answer the Call Community Spotlight. All you have to do is leave a review on whatever podcast listening platform you love most and just leave a review mentioning your favorite episode, how the podcast has impacted you and what you're up to in the pursuit of your calling and your Instagram handle. And remember, in talking about what you're up to in the pursuit of your calling, mention small wins or big, whether you gained a new insight or launched a new career, we want to celebrate that. Then after you leave that review, just screenshot it real fast and message it to me on Instagram or LinkedIn if we're connected so I can make sure I don't miss it amongst all the different podcasting platforms you could leave a review on. Okay, pal, I will see you next Tuesday with episode, wait, what? I think it's like 34. Yeah, 34. Crazy how far along we are at this point. But yeah, I'll see you next Tuesday with episode 34 of Answer the Call. Have a great week. Thank you.